That's so weird. I, I thought um, thought it would be like different in different parts of the country, like the allergy thing, and especially like in where you are. I thought maybe it wouldn't be so bad, but no, Oklahoma is real bad with that kind of stuff. Seriously. Well, yeah. Fuck. No, I'm uh, just like sneezing twenty times in a row for no apparent reason. Too. <laughs> God. That's for me i don't get like super sneezy you know get a little bit congested but it's just like yeah. eyes get super swollen oh, you know fuck. get earaches and uh just like tired all the time did you get that in japan Kofun, uh was it coffin show i got real bad my second spring really yeah where you got used to it i was starting to get a little bit of an allergy but for the first three years i was like in heaven I didn't have any effect whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, like for me, you know, I didn't have it the first spring, second spring. I got super allergic to cherry blossoms. Mm. Fucking and bodies. of course, nobody would believe me because it's just like, no, you can't be allergic to cherry blossoms. It must be the cedar saying. And mm. anytime I walked in a grove of cherry blossoms, I was just like dying. It was yeah. so depressing. That sucks. The most beautiful thing you can't interact with exactly <laughs> I, of course i did anyways i said fuck yeah. it you know because i ain't no bitch but yeah that's me with like dog and cat allergies it's like yeah i cannot have a fucking dog I'll, i will die but they're the, the cutest thing on this fucking planet <laughs> those pants that you sent me man are crazy right are those real <laughs> like, i don't know you but <laughs> I don't know, but one of the comments, one of the comments was amazing, and like somebody just wrote, "These pants are the bomb." Oh, they're on fire. Eleven, fucking a. <laughs> Is it weird that I get like chills whenever I think about nine eleven? Uh, I mean, you're from New York, so it's a different animal for you. I don't know. A lot of New Yorkers are like, "Fuck you! If you live upstate, you're not allowed to like. You weren't there." Oh my so, god! Wow, that's whatever. pretty gay. I remember watching people jump out of a building when I was a eight. I don't know. Yeah, like on live TV. <laughs> yeah, saw that. Yeah, I knew, a, I knew a kid who went to I went to school with who was from the city, and he was in like the dust cloud. Um, apparently, someone, some stranger, like pulled him into a car. As remember, like in the news camera, like you'd see the dust going down the street oh yeah i got to see the after effects in person oh yeah why were you there uh i think like early november yeah yeah so like everything was just still you know coated and shit like uh, i don't really remember most of my childhood too well but i do remember going into a pizza place that was just like totally fucked and like, I think there was still smoke coming up when we went down there like and technically we weren't supposed to go as close as we did but yeah yeah, it's only a month away, September, October, November. Yeah, so I mean, it, it was still pretty, you know, yeah. going. Um, the fucking thing was on fire for the two weeks. Yeah, and I've also been in the spot in the Pentagon uh, where oh. that was hit. Supposed- yeah, the old- supposedly. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I got to see all the repairs and stuff they okay. made to it. Yeah. Um, Put up so- uh, anti-air defense. Why <laughs> the- wouldn't they have that on the Pentagon? Like anti-air uh, defense. 
what that should tell you is that the government does not have its shit together nearly as much as they want you to think they do. Probably. That's honestly probably it. Look at my biggest thing is like the people that can just get into the White House, like the guy during Obama who ran across the lawn, like pushed down the security guard and ran into the White House. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's see, like yeah. if that can exactly. happen, like our country can be overthrown by like a crazy boy, well, like one guy can overthrow the country. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, I mean, all of its illusion of power. By the way, like um, you should just cut this one with just like a fade in. And include some of what we were talking about, but just have it be like randomly mid conversation. Like, like you know, just yeah, just have like a faded thing. It's just like <laughs> they're talking about nine eleven. Anyways, I was thinking um, about that too. Actually, yeah. But anyways, so yeah, like um, okay, like uh, the only one I haven't seen, I guess, is the field where what was it? United ninety three. Yeah. Crash. Yeah, yeah, that's the only one I haven't been to. Okay. But yeah, did no, they like preserve that site? Like. You think and you know what? Let me Google that. Um, there you go. <laughs> keep talking while I uh, look that up. Yeah. Because it'd be kind of fucked if it's just a cornfield now. Oh, there is a memorial. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, like crops are growing where the plane would be kind of weird. Dark. Right? Oh, shit. They actually have a hell of a memorial there. Wow. Oh, yeah. What do I take oh, that, in? That, um, look here, I'll just i'll just link it to you um, oh yeah can you do that through zoom i could oh, yeah the zoom chat oh okay you know what here we're gonna try that copy paste um, copy paste there we go we're See, learning how to do zoom still me too nice yeah it's nps.gov oh wow and, uh, yeah that's yeah. actually nicer than what the pentagon has all they did really? the pentagon uh... is they just slapped it back together and you can see where like the walls are mismatched with paint and it's just a fucking office room. I don't even remember what they do in there. It's like some real low-level thing. They're like, yeah, so here's where it crashed, and we're going to have a moment of silence. And mm. so everybody else is bowing their heads. I'm just kind of looking around awkwardly like, hmm. this is this literally looks like the set off of the office. And we're trying to have a solemn moment in here. Like, come on, you got to spruce it up a little bit if you're going to do this. Looking it up right now. <laughs> yeah, that, well, you probably can't. Oh, jeez, what the hell is that? I, I don't, it's like I'm, a little piece of shit in the ground. What is this supposed to be? Wait, maybe there's like names on it. Wait, show me what you're looking at because I was like in the room uh, where it hit. Okay, hold, hold on. Let me just give you like a picture, I guess. I just typed in the Pentagon 9 11 memorial and there's like these. Uh, oh, God, that's cringe. Up. Yeah, you got it. Oh, that is cringe. They're little, uh, Dude, that Benches, is like, some, like coming out of the ground, I guess. I don't know. That's but, like some George Orwell fucking cringe. Okay, yeah. so what I saw was like I was actually in the <clears> building. <throat> it's like what you can see there <clears throat> where the light is and like the flag and everything. Okay. Here, let me send you this Orwellian picture. Oh, it's kind of cool at night, I guess. At night it's all lit up underneath. Oh man. No, dude, look at this here. It looks like a high-tech bench though. Like yeah, yeah, yeah that okay. Does. I was like, water so too. where that flag and white is, ah, is where it hit. And so, wow, I, no way. I was inside there where you know they're using it as an office room. And again, it is like the most underwhelming thing you'll ever see. It is just literally an office mm. that, like, you can see where they made the repair on the wall, and like, that's it. There's okay. nothing spectacular in there except like some old Windows XPs mm. or something. Oh. For the yeah, our government uses 
when was it? Baseball? <laughs> or probably when you were there, I guess. Yeah, that was in 2010. Oh yeah, so it was cool at the time. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So how you been? Oh, just you know, hanging in there in Hell Year Part Two. Mm. I saw the uh, flower piece that you made out of brass. That was really cool. Oh, it's like you. totally Japanese, like that. The flower is like, yeah. If you look in the posts I made where I was showing the stages, you can actually see the originals are on the oh. stock that I copied. Wow. Yeah. To give you an idea, I didn't, I didn't see uh, through any other pictures, but that one, the final product that you had. Oh yeah. Here, let me um, grab a one of the ones where it's the originals. But yeah. Okay. To give you an idea, like, do you know how small that is? Uh no. It looked like a penny or something. Like yeah i think i think a little bit smaller um a... yeah well yeah i was having to use fucking needle files up. man it sucked Ooh. ass oh that's a better um size comparison of it yeah it's very they... very cool though here's some originals for oh. you yeah no dude that is a chore and so i was like all right i did it i made one now i have to make 36 ah. more yeah, it's crazy. They have like a little indent in the leaf as well. So it's like, oh, yeah, you're coming up to the point and then you got to like go back in and that's uh, intense. All done with uh, files. Damn. Yep. Oh, and Pretty a little cool. handsaw, of course. Yeah. To using get the a, general shape. Yeah. Using a German style jeweler saw. Oh, oh excuse me. It's not polite. <laughs> no, dude, you're good. I don't give a shit. Yawn in your face. <laughs> Oh no, I got Corona. <laughs> that Speaking was a of which it turns uh, out that was all bullshit. What <laughs> Corona? <laughs> like the whole thing. Yeah. Well, you know, it was weird when I tell people like, yeah, I lived in Japan for like six months during Corona, and uh, they looked at it a lot differently than the U.S. did. And look how low the yeah, deaths yeah. are. I don't. I don't know in uh, Japan. I know they're like freaking out now about it. But my thing is like, so they started locking down more and closing down. So people are inside staying home now. And that's the big unhealthy thing is, you know, being inside your house for mm -hmm. a long period of time. Oh, yeah. And now the like, apparently the rates are going up when eras before, you know, we were basically right next to China in terms of like the tourism and stuff. And Japan was fine for a long time. So how did it like how did it revert? Oh, you just cut out for a while there. Oh, it's uh like Zoom is uh monitoring our conversation and you can't say anything. Mark, you're cutting out no. really bad. Really? Uh oh. Are you serious? <laughs> Hello? What the fuck? Hello, hello. Oh, you cut out really bad. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Kind of like bleeped and we're back on, I guess. Yeah. No, it's oh, wow. like, um, yeah, I was going to say like zoom is like monitoring us and they're like shutting us no. down. <laughs> like you can't say that. <laughs> yeah. No, like the, the Rona shit. I mean, it's just basically, uh, I've got a lot of thoughts on that I can get into, but you know, I'm okay. I'm glad I was like in Japan for a lot of it and I could see their news and how they reacted. Yeah. And then come back to America and way, way different. But what was your experience in it? 
Uh, I mean, like, you know, my folks and I took it real damn serious at the start, and then yeah. we started questioning things more and more. Basically, what was like the first thing that you guys like thought was weird about it. Oh, I don't even remember anymore. We just kind of mm. we're serious people. We know how to kind of deal with serious situations, and so we didn't really yeah. think we were just like, okay fucking you know really mess up we even like we're doing goggles oh, yeah. and shit it was like my wash your clothes too. off yeah. the first moment you get yeah and so then it was like huh you know this doesn't really seem to be half as bad as they're saying yeah and then after a while i was like okay this is all bullshit it's like i know like some people were getting angry of people going outside yep and not even like near anybody just they were outside and what is it like I don't know if people thought here if it was like Stephen King's The Fog or something where it would just like spread through the air like that, like a chemical weapon. What but you realize that seemed really... a little ridiculous because in Japan it was like, oh, it's a sickness. It's like a cold or a flu that you would pass on. So you just don't like sneeze on people, basically. What you realize really quickly is that they pretty much just did a social experiment in terms of how much can we get people to like just do something ridiculous. I uh, guess so. Yeah, like, you know, that Fauci email where he basically even admits that, yeah, no, the masks don't do shit. It's like, yeah, they'll stop droplets and stuff, but they don't really stop anything else. Like, he openly admits to straight up not right, knowing that it didn't do anything and yet forcing everybody to like, do masks. His whole career is in that virology um, research. And oh, dude, so apparently, so fucked. Yeah, they say, like, okay, so he has all this money and shit in in like specifically the wuhan lab and that kind of mm -hmm. research oh yeah and so none of this was really like talked about i guess or known oh dude. and then they were like oh we cleared the lab it's uh it's fine there's we sent people that were like workers there to investigate and then the workers that work there told their buddies that it was okay so there was like no investigation even <laughs> and then what's funny is this is my big thing is like I don't know. This is a, another topic, maybe, but anyway. It gets yeah. so much worse than you even know. So, if you do some digging in the Fauci and what he did during the AIDS epidemic, mm. holy shit, man. What, was he like in the government at the time, too? Like, is he like oh, some, I don't know what he is even, but what he did back then was pretty much he got a bunch of pens for drugs that uh -huh. were things that like tamped down the symptoms but weren't actual cures got patents and then he shut down every other like research program that was uh, working on actually finding cures and yeah kind of like i kind of heard about that actually like yeah instead of doing like research toward it it was like they promoted the drug sales instead like exactly. pharma basically exactly so th that's what i find funny is like these people that are against this they'll be like they're like basically promoting these giant drug companies and like yep they're getting rich and uh no matter what like any side effect is like they're not uh they don't even have to like say the side effects or something because yep. you sign the waiver that says you can't talk about you know your yep. uh your after effects so it's pretty dark and then these people that think they're like you know for justice and, and whatever and they're like I guess like shilling for these uh, giant corporations, oh, but, they're, but they hate rich people, but they love big well, corporations that are they, like, <laughs> they, they don't, they don't actually hate rich people. It's the way the left uses this stuff. Cause you'll notice that none like, of it's consistent. I hate Jeff Bezos, but I have Amazon prime. 
<laughs> You'll notice none of it's consistent because they only see these things as an actual political tool to weaken their enemy. So, for instance, they'll say they're anti-gun, but they're not. They just think that their political opposition should be disarmed. You know, when you boil down a lot of that rhetoric, tax the rich, just not rich people that are on our side. You know, it's consistent. I like the one I, picture. There was a picture, I think Obama was kind of on the two-way uh, thing at the time. And in this picture, it was like, guns are bad, but he's surrounded by security guards. And the picture is like, gun, 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 gun. Yep. So you're surrounded by guns, but you're trying to like ban guns. <laughs> and so then like you'll have lefties argue about, you know, well, I don't believe in classism and stuff. Yet when I say, okay, so you think I shouldn't have that gun? They're like, yeah, all right. But why then like the president shouldn't have that or like these politicians or people? No, the they police, need that. They shouldn't have it. Yeah. If, yeah, if a civilian I, can't have it, then a police should not be able to have it. So they start getting in my face. They're saying, no, absolutely. The president should have that because what they're doing is so important, blah, 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 blah. It's like, so you believe in a class system then? Yeah, you know? that's what it is. Yeah. And when yeah. you study um, uh, genocide. Oh, yeah. Genocide basically every genocide was uh in the 21st century or 20th century was um based off of classism because the police class basically the government like like a normal citizen wouldn't do this to like their own citizens they wouldn't like promote mass killing people but like in armenia the police were like a another class of people basically and the armenians were below everybody else so when you dehumanize people and you have like a class system like this, it's super easy of, to just kill animals, right? <laughs> further proof of what I'm saying is, um, so people are always like, well, the Nazis disarmed everyone. Here's some info they on that. They didn't though, did they? Nope. I looked into that and they didn't, they only disarmed the Jews. Yep. And other groups they didn't like, like certain political uh, affiliations and okay. stuff. Okay. Whereas they expanded that seems right, fair. <laughs> whereas they expanded gun rights for people yeah. that you know followed their shit. Yeah, yeah. I really lost out lost on out. a lot of the uh, black militia groups and stuff here in the country. Like I was totally supporting them. Yeah. But then I started hearing a lot of rhetoric coming from members saying how they think that whitey needs to be disarmed and how oh, only minorities weird. should have arms. So and I was, I was like, I was totally for like you know, any militia group. I'm like, fuck yeah, Second Amendment same so and, like yeah, yeah. well-regulated yeah. militia it's like that's no. that's kind of like what we should be doing as citizens when to I keep started, like the government in check but i don't know when i started hearing all these guys saying how pretty much it's like no we need to disarm people that uh don't agree with us you know as like the citizenry and only our group should be armed it's just like well i can't support you now nice yeah yeah see that's what the government would want to do basically or what they're yep. uh, what do you know about the whole uh biden gun laws being passed right now i've kind of heard about it but i'm not familiar with it well, like what in, per what in particular what do you mean what <laughs> um I, I don't know like any like i thought there was a one general thing i heard was like they want to get rid of anything semi-automatic anything that's not a shotgun a lever action gun or a bolt action gun they want to get rid of or like a revolver like a cowboy revolver uh okay i look you know me i'm the most hardcore probably second amendment purist you know right yeah yeah um the gun people can be very misleading with stuff okay i want to say that first and like kind of spin things 
Biden hasn't really gone to push much. He's said a couple of things. Uh, what a lot of people are basing this on is his new choice for ATF director. This Ooh, guy, uh, David Chipman. Okay. Tons of misinfo going around about him. But <sighs> yeah, that is a long thing to get into. But basically, <sighs> he thinks semi-automatic mag-fed weapons, you know, quote-unquote assault weapons, should be banned. Like, that's his stance. And, you know, his definition is, like, it's mag-fed, you know, blah, 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 blah. So that's pretty much it. He's not in yet. Mm. He has not passed anything. He has just said that's what he wants. And, you know, I'm kind of like, oh, wow, big surprise. An ATF guy wants to get rid of semi-auto mag-fed weapons. I've never seen that in my lifetime. You know, it's like, Mm. of course he does. Yeah. Yeah, it's nothing new. Um, I was researching flags the other day, and the one I found, I think it's called the Galveston flag or something like that. Gadsden. Gadsden flag? Yeah. God. Did you know the Obama administration come, come uh, labeled it. that a terror symbol? What? Yeah, didn't know that. They hate Texas, man. Yeah. Fucking everybody hates Texas. It's like, anybody that doesn't love freedom hates Texas. That was yeah, such a well, cool I story. Love- I love freedom, but I do still hate Texas. But that's that's a oh, whole other thing. I love Texas. Like, uh, have you been there? Yeah, I was born there. Yeah, <laughs> got the fuck out. You went to Ireland. <laughs> uh, mistakes were made. Hey, but that's a it's a very cool story. Like the the Mexican government gave the town. I think it was the, the Gadsden, the town of Gadsden, right? They gave yeah. the town a cannon to defend themselves from. Uh, the Native American tribes that were attacking him. Oh my God. And then the Mexican government's like, uh, actually, we need it back. Because, <laughs> uh, like, um, tensions were raising and it was kind of like, yeah, with uh, territorial stuff. Yeah. And then the town was like, fuck you, come and come and take it. Wow. And they like, they buried it and they put a flag on top of it that was the Gadsden flag. Yeah. And, uh, they fucking tried to take it and they they couldn't. And then uh, that was like the beginning of the, I think, Mexican-American War. Probably wrong with that. But when like Texas kind of broke away from Mexico. Makes sense. It was a very, very cool story though. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to get one now, even though I don't have a gun or anything. <laughs> no, 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 no. The Gadsden flag is the, the snake. Don't tread on me. Yeah. This is a different one. Come and take it flag. Huh. Whoops. Never mind. Uh, it was a Texas thing, though. Come and take it. I forgot what they called it. Hmm. Gonzalez, Texas was the town. I just thought it was like, it's, a, I, I like like underdog stories like that and like yeah. people pushing back against like bullies, like the government or whatever in that case. Yeah fucking cool <laughs> anyway hmm, i had like a topic that i thought of oh um what are some cool adventures you've been on like in japan <laughs> See, <laughs> it's, it's like weird but I, I have like i have a story that would that i would equate to like an adventure kind of all right like once i can talk about um yeah. what do you mean you could talk about I so anyways, what, what, one, ones I can talk about. Okay. Um, 
a lot of them are just like kind of dumb things i did on my own um, yeah same here same here just like day yeah. trips and stuff but well one of them um so you know i'm interested in the the japanese navy and stuff like that mm. you know, yeah yeah absolutely re- i was reenacting like japanese naval infantry and stuff there you go um I went up to Maizuru Naval Base, which is actually part of Kyoto Prefecture. Okay. That was fun. Is that at the that's the Sea of Japan? Like the very top, tip top? Yes. Up there? Okay. Yes. I remember you had told me about that, kind of. It was like a bay. Like I remember when you, uh, after you'd visited there and you told me about it. Yeah. No, it was a lot of fun. What um, happened there? Like what, like, what did you see or do? Oh, yeah. Walked around the old base. Um, a lot of it was almost identical to its original, you know, World War II era. Like, oh, wow. So it's just a, yeah. It's like a historical site, not a modern day. Oh, it's still an active base. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I had a lot of fun talking cool. with the Naval Guard. Um, wow. Yeah, see, uh, the Naval uh, JSDF guys really know their English, like all of them do. Uh, oh, I bet they have to, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like working with America. The ground sure guys, not always so much, but the naval guys, like all of them huh. I've met. Yeah. Now, some of the ground guys do, you know, like, uh, but like all the naval guys do. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but I had a fun time talking with the guy on the base. He was into what he was doing. Like, everybody in the JSDF is kind of nerdy about Japanese military history. So they're a lot of fun to talk to. Sure. But, yeah. But I, I had a student that, like, when we were like, hey, what do you want to do for a job? Do you want to be a dentist? Do you want to be a salary man? Or and he was like, I want to be uh how do you say it like Gungan or whatever? It's like soldier. He's like, I want to join the the JSDF. Base. I know. <laughs> it's like this cool little man. Yeah, no. Um, the most depressing student I ever had. He was just like not too into the class, didn't act kind of serious. Seemed like kind of one of the bad kids almost. You know, this is like a junior yeah. high class. And yeah, and so uh one time I was asking him all, I guess as part of the class, like, so what do you want to do for a job when you grow up? And almost all of them had kind of like normal ideas and stuff, you know, kind of what junior high kids would say. He yeah. was like, I want to be a real estate agent. So- I was like, What? That's pretty base. Um no, it's not. It was depressing, dude. What? And I really? I was like, "Why you don't want to do something cool and exciting?" It's just like, "No, I want to like sell real estate." It's realistic, like, man. No, it, this is why, dude. Like, he's like thirteen years old. Okay, That's, he should be like wanting to be a, fuck. No, he should want to be an astronaut. Or saying this kid did not apply himself. He had zero aspirations. He he's knows like, that you that he can he be was a millionaire. The, that's what he said. He's been. I just want to do it to make money. It's like this kid has zero aspirations. Never tried anything in class. And he mm-hmm. only wanted a job that would just give him maximum money for minimal work. And I was like, that is lame. I knew <laughs> a, I would drink with a real estate agent. And he was like our age, like like 30 at the time. Oh. And uh, he used to be like, uh, have you ever heard of the term Wook? A Wook, W-O-O-K? No, I don't think so. Google search Wook. Really oh, quick. God. Do I want to? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like oh, you'll no. you'll get the type of person he was. Oh God! Before. <laughs> oh. Like a music no. festival, like groupie or whatever. He wasn't that. Maybe not that bad, but like half cocked kind of like former hippie. middle class dude. He was a stoner in high school. Discovered <laughs> shrooms at a camping festival <laughs> in college, and has since decided to live as a nearly homeless walking tarot card. What? Like if the fool jumped off the cliff and landed in a mushroom patch. 
Yeah. He's emotionally stunted, probably hates his dad for some perceived slight, like saying, asking him to do something with his life <laughs> other than donation based drug parties. He's sexually <laughs> reckless with only a tenuous enough grasp on non monogamy to use it to be a slut into tantra, but not condoms. Supported Bernie, but would rather watch the government collapse. So ultimately set up a whole election. <laughs> the moon landing was faked, bruh. Anti-vaxxer. Some kind of vegan slash orthorexic eater. Yeah. But his abs only look good because of all the coke he does. Instead of hosting intelligent oh discourse, he likes to ask highly philosophical in quotation marks questions as a means of deflection. Those arguments can be knocked down with simple logic. He refuses to partake in society because he sees through the bullshit, but in reality, he's almost totally ignorant. It's almost there. This is the last bit, Mark. No, no, no. He'll seduce you with talks of sacred geometry, and if he's the calmer type, demonstrations of acro yoga. For all the talk of intimacy, spirituality, and human connection, he just grunts on top of you like any other dude, bro, you've made the mistake of fucking. Basically a very dirty and confused Ooh. cross between the shittiest art student in the program and a standard hard partying college dude. The example being that look just wandered into camp with a 10 strip and some raw bacon trying to barter for water. Was that an urban dictionary definition? Oh yeah. Uh, about the... It's pretty savage. Look at the, uh, the meme I sent you. Oh no. It's just like the, 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 eight, the, let's say it, the number one, like, Typical Wook meme. Oh no. Great. Oh God. Yeah. What's up, bro? Can I borrow everything? <laughs> oh man. Like you always want to like... borrow a lighter, like borrow your phone. Yeah. And, <laughs> and when you don't give it to them, like a lot of the ones I've run into like really get pissed. Yeah. Fuck you, man. Can I borrow a few books? God, anyway, um, th- this kid was like a big stoner, and then uh, he, I think he got arrested for weed, which in Japan is pretty bad. Oh yeah, do and, not uh, do he that. He did some time, but then he was like, he just became a real estate agent and got his shit together, and he's doing really, really good. Wow. But yeah, if you like money, just go into real estate. God, I one I was, we were riding around with a a dude when uh. I was looking for another apartment in Osaka and my buddy was helping me out with this. Just out, he was being really nice and helping me like find a place and go into like the um, real estate agent office with me. Yeah. And he was like, how much money do you make to the real estate agent? He was like, some months, like, what is $10,000 in Japanese yen? I'm like getting foggy. It's like 10000 a month is like one of his best months. 10000 would be 1 million. One million, yeah, okay. Yeah, he's like, yeah, a million yen a month I made before. It's pretty fucking crazy. It's dope, man. But like for real estate agents, like you don't, that could be like after a year of not making any money too. So you have to stick with it, I guess. Yeah, a good area. Like Osaka's probably a good area for it, but yeah. uh, Oh, it was cool. Damn it! Why are Russian optics so expensive? What are you looking for? Don't worry about it. (laughs) <laughs> stuff i can tell you about <laughs> um but yeah anyway so that adventure i don't know like 
I got to get on a boat out in the harbor and go check out the destroyers and stuff. That's badass. Look, was it like a like a they do a lot of the ferry tours and stuff? Was it something like that? Yeah. Okay. Um then like the town is kind of mostly abandoned, so it was really like interesting walking around it. Oh, weird. Yeah, they had a little museum inside the huh. old uh naval headquarters there. Um, you know, it was yeah. just as fun. I think that was the second military base I talked my way on to. Very, very cool. um <laughs> yeah <laughs> that is dope man um one of the ones i went on i, I was like thinking of uh this analogy that i came up with a while ago but it was um the jr loop line is this train line right Uh-oh. for people that don't know i know you know but um <laughs> it was an abandoned hiking or abandoned jr track that you could hike along and you're literally going along the railroad tracks but it's like in the woods and through the mountains and shit. It's incredible. Yeah. But um, the crazy thing about this particular trail, it's not just the train tracks. You're going through tunnels. They're long, dark tunnels, right? And uh, they say bring a flashlight or don't if you're like daring or whatever. So I didn't bring a flashlight and I would go through these tunnels and some like they were getting longer and longer. Uh-huh. And it was literally like you'd see the light. It would be completely pitch black, like right in the middle of it, because there'd be yeah. a turn. So you just have to keep going. And then um, you would see the light at the end of the tunnel. It would be like the tiny little fucking light, like in a movie, basically. Oh no! Crazy. It was like really, really cool to to hike along. Yeah. But then I I came up with like the um, metaphor, like just keep going through the tunnel. Like it's dark and you can't see the light. But if you keep going and trust that it, it will end, it, it does eventually. It never does. <laughs> well, then you hit another tunnel. <laughs> but it was uh, like, it, it, that brought me to this topic of um, like, what is the difference between day trips in America versus day trips in Japan? Day trips in a, Japan, you like take a nice little train ride and you end up somewhere cool. That has a lot of history and culture. Yeah. Day trips in America are you drive hours to go see basically yeah. like a garbage pile. <laughs> the Grand <laughs> the Grand Canyon, a whole lot of nothing. I mean, I know I sound like a real asshole, man, but this <laughs> no. is such a cultural wasteland. I mean, actually, holy hell. So I thought that too, like at least where I live, I live in Buffalo, New York you really have to go far out to like see stuff that's not in Buffalo. Mm, yeah. And there's not a whole lot of stuff to do in Buffalo. It's more like Buffalo is mostly like um, summer festivals kind of like, it's good for that. Yeah. Um, there's a little history here. So there's definitely stuff to do, but like to get out, it does take hours. Right. And then yeah. when you go to the, like these places, it'll be like a, a park, maybe like a national park. But there's like nothing there in the way of yep. anything, and like yep. I, I kind of see it as like the small American town is like you got your little diner, your like five auto shops because that's all anyone does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not to make fun of people that live there, but there's really nothing in like a post and office. Like, and I, you know what? Yeah. I don't blame the people. It's just it's the nature no. of the place and the economy and everything. So like. I don't know, just the geography. Like I was saying to my dad, you know, one of the things that's really depressing about uh, being in Oklahoma compared to Kyoto 
Huh. Is, oh, well. um, there's no fucking mountains. Like I can't see any. It's like Arthur. No, yeah. that's wrong. Like there's there's mountains. Like but uh, you just have to drive like three hours east of here. And I was like, that's the point. I don't want to have to drive for three hours to go see mountains, you know? I can see like, the mountains on my window of my apartment. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, you could be in Kyoto. Osaka is a little more rare. I could my go, last apartment, I, I had like a decent view of. Like, I could go walk to them. I did it multiple yeah. times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kyoto is a beautiful fucking city. And like anyone that is lucky enough to live there, I just, I'm so jealous of. Like, I oh, kind of wanted yeah. to live there after a while. Yeah, I love Osaka. Yeah. And I didn't want to leave Osaka, but I would see like, pictures from people from Kyoto and they're like, oh, I'm out, I'm outside today in nature. Well, there's trees here. <laughs> like, fuck. Oh, man. Not that there weren't like little parks in Osaka, but they weren't anything to like write home about. No. Um, but, you know, it'd be like an hour, which I, I thought it was a pain in the ass to get out of the city. But in one hour, I could be at any of like the five mountains surrounding Osaka or the ocean or Wakayama or another town or city to go see and yeah. every every little town in japan has like a unique thing like a unique um oh, yeah. snack like otsumami or a um japanese is getting rusty like the souvenirs omiyage omiyage yeah thank you <laughs> <laughs> not in japanese mode right now so. but yeah like they have like a souvenir that they're proud that they make there in that town i love that about japan yeah japanese tones and yeah. even if they don't have anything to like offer they'll still have like some bullshit thing that they made up like come see our uh i, I don't know what an example of this is <laughs> like <laughs> like kobe has like doraemon the little cartoon character oh hell like, yeah the little doraemon statues everywhere it's just, like, oh fun yeah to, like go take your kids to kobe is not i'm not saying that kobe is like a nothing town you know but but or it's got nothing to do there, but they have like well, stupid stuff like that. You know? Kobe's got beef, Doraemon, and Doraemon. lots of Yakuza, you know? Oh, yeah? Yeah. I've never hung out and like gone to the bars in Kobe. I think I did maybe. No, I don't know. I don't think I ever did. I, I yeah. would hang out there. I would take day trips, and people in Kobe are very nice. Yeah. They're different than Osakans. It's weird. Yeah, they're Kobe people. They're they're very straightforward. Yeah, that's that's cool though. And and um they would talk like I would go hang out at a Starbucks that was right on the bay. Yeah. It was insane. It was like a great spot to go study. You could go to the second floor and like see out at the cruise ship that was parked there in the Kobe Harbor. And, yeah. Uh, the one uh hostess would always like talk to me there. Oh really? Yeah. Just like you know, ask me where I was from and shit. But yeah. it was like it was like in Osaka they'd just be like <laughs> whatever. <Yeah. laughs> They're more like uh shrewd business people, maybe. Yeah, it's a merchant town. What can I say? Yeah. And they're maybe more used to foreigners in Osaka too. Yeah. I think that's like one thing that's um I've kind of considered is like, was I lucky or were we lucky to live in Kansai where there are a lot of foreigners? As opposed to um, maybe like northern Japan or or more out out west where there's not so many foreigners. And you know, there's advantages to both. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. What, what would you say is like a advantage for living outside of like the main hubs? Um, because that's like that's like what the what's that one jet program like? They'll send you out in the boonies. 
I'd say less preconceived notions about what you are as a foreigner. Hmm. Yeah, perhaps, maybe, I don't know. Have you spent some time outside of uh, the, the bigger hubs or outside of Kyoto? Did we cut out? Did we cut out maybe? What's going on tonight? Hello? Hello, hello. I can't hear you. I don't know if you can hear me or not. Cut out again. Yeah, I hear you. I got you. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Okay. Damn. What's going on, mate? That's just my thoughts. Wait. I think you cut out for a while on me. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. Sorry, man. I, I hate I stopped. That. No, I, I like couldn't hear you for a while. And I was like, oh shit. I, I hate the internet here so goddamn much. Yeah, right. Um basically what I was saying is that people in the countryside aren't as used to foreigners, they're not gonna have as many preconceived notions, and you have a better chance of kind of integrating, I think. Whereas I yeah. in the cities, yeah. people are already used to tourists and foreigners and already have kind of a preconceived notion of who and what you are often negative and you're going to be kind of pushed into that mold a lot more in my opinion i think it's almost the opposite there like oh i totally disagree like in kyoto i had to deal with some really serious stuff during um the yeah the main like festival that they have every summer you know gil matsuri uh people were really really mean and rude but it's because Yeah, because all the tourists coming all the time, people were sick of it. In Kyoto, it's a small city. It's like small land space, and like the thing in Osaka is like people they love you. Like, oh, you're a foreigner. Like, I got so much, not like praise. Like, like not like when you hear people going to China and they're like worshipped by like the town or whatever. But yeah, like people just they were like, oh, cool. Like, you're here traveling, or oh, you live here, cool. And uh, in, in Kyoto, like, there's so many tourists. Like, I remember the first few times I visited Kyoto, I, I didn't even see any Japanese people. Really? It was all, like, Chinese people or uh, Europeans, basically. Interesting. Like, not even the workers at the tourist spots were Japanese. They were, like, uh, foreign exchange students or whatever. <laughs> huh. Like. Do any Japanese people live in Kyoto? Also, one thing though too is that Kyoto people have a very yayoi look to them, and yeah. so you might mistake some for being, you know, like from the mainland. But mm. so yayoi is like uh, the Chinese Korean descent. Yeah, and I don't even want to describe it as Chinese Korean, but we could easily say continental. I'd say yeah, continental. Sure. Yeah, That's a cool way to put it. Yeah, um, they're very Oriental looking. It's another word that doesn't work because the Jomon are as well, you yeah, know. So yeah, Jomon are more like ones. they're like the darker skin, bearded, yes, kind of looking stocky. Yeah, yeah. A uh, good way to give yeah. you like the perfect example of a Jomon man would be uh, Mifune Toshiro, the famous actor. Hmm. Mifune yeah. Toshiro. Yeah, Toshiro. So yeah. he is like mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, typical Jomon. 
fuck yeah this is so he's cool. the most typical jawmon looking person you could possibly imagine yeah got a little perm going on one of those pictures but no he's like so popular uh samurai dude it's, it's a... almost funny like how american he looks in like a suit <laughs> he's a good actor i'm very fond of him it's fucking cool man he's handsome i'm gonna look up some of his movies actually all right gave me a new uh thing to research <laughs> if you're in a japanese culture he's an actor you should definitely know i'm not so familiar with film like live film i'm more familiar with like the animated films yeah like miyazaki and really saw a bunch of his stuff <sighs> very creative army <laughs> uh paprika was a, a really insane animated movie it was like crazy crazy concept Pretty yeah cool. paprika normie oh normie <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I like anime and that's why i went to japan oh my god it's the only reason jeez and uh, it fulfilled all my dreams and wishes. I've had no disillusions about Japan whatsoever. <laughs> you know, that's the thing is like I don't think either of us like really have any overwhelmingly negative feelings on Japan, but no. I know so many people who do, and Dude. all of it is related to like basically having really dumb expectations. Yeah, the expectation thing is huge. Yeah. Like, um, I knew exactly what I was getting into, and I had tons of disillusioned people lecture me over and over. You'll never be accepted in Japan, and they're like really bad and stuff, you know. And it's like, okay, shut up, you know, like you don't even know how to pronounce Japanese. Why am I even listening to you? And of yeah. course, when I went over, is exactly what I had pictured, not what any of these people had told me. And I was good to go, you know, I was like, no problem. Yeah, I'm looking up like little articles about. I don't know. I, I would like to start getting into um critiquing thoughts on Japan eventually. Ooh, because I I've run yeah. into a lot of articles or posts on like on Quora, for example. Yeah, that portray Japan in such a weird way, and that it's like always written by foreigners. Yeah, that are like that are basically dis- disillusioned. Yes, I'd really like to um get into that at some point, and I'm sure there's like a plethora of stuff that we could find and talk about. Oh yeah, no, there's a shocking amount of butt hurt basically out there, you know, and it's just like yeah, like bro, nobody forced you to go. Like that's part of the thing of like where you are, where you go in Japan. Like different parts are different. It's like America. Like think of like going to New York City versus uh Pennsylvania, for example. Like yeah it's completely different two different worlds yeah pennsylvania we went uh I, I went to my buddy's cabin out there and every day we were there there was someone like shooting their ar-15 off <laughs> on their property face like fuck yeah cool <laughs> but you <laughs> wouldn't hear that in, in new york state even at all you know wow because there's a uh limit about how far away you can uh fire a gun from a house oh yeah so you basically can't shoot a gun like in uh anywhere that's not the, the countryside, I guess. Lame on a, big, on a big lot. I never hear gunshots here. Damn it. <laughs> it was cool. Like you can just do that on your property in PA. 
very cool to me. Yeah, no, like um, you'd think it'd be like that here in Oklahoma, but uh, this stupid town I'm living in, the and like you know, I basically say fuck it, but um, yeah. you know, with like my bow at least and stuff, but they won't even technically let you shoot a bow and arrow what within city limits here. It's really stupid. Yeah, no. You're in Oklahoma, like one, like the number two gun state or whatever. Yeah, but it's also the number one most like... incarcerated place in the world, and it also has some hmm. of the most ridiculous state taxes in the country. Really? So why would your has... parents choose to live there? Like, why do they oh, go to long, Oklahoma? Long story, but basically, Oklahoma yeah. has some good things going for it and some really bad things. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Silence. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Um, I don't know. I'm like just kind of. I'm like constantly angry about things here. Let's find. <laughs> you know, I'm just gonna type in myths about Japan. Okay. Actually, yeah. And let's see what like some people think. Okay. Yeah. Or okay. The most common. Can myths you like? Can you send me a link if you find like a place or like a sure. web page or Here, something? Here's if it's one not, called it's Booty Japan. Um, Booty let's see Japan. how dumb this is. So this is somebody doing uh, okay. their debunking, and let's see if we can hmm. debunk okay. their debunk. We'll just we'll, we'll comment on it. The top nine myths about Japan travel, Japan travel. Okay. Do you want to do you want to start off and and read some of this? Yeah, sure, but I'm not going to go into detail. I'm just basically going to criticize yeah. their headlines. If you go down, yeah, like um, because I'm not reading all of this. There's like this number one, like, number yeah, yeah, it's pretty long. Okay, number one, Japan is very expensive. Mm. Yeah, uh, it is. If you want to have a good, I uh, yeah, if you're smart, but it's like yeah, but to visit, you know, like okay, these travel companies always do this where it's like people say Japan's very expensive to go to, but it's not, and here's why, and it's always bullshit. Mm. I'm sorry save up your money because yeah it's mm. not expensive if you literally do nothing yeah you know the like touristy spend... spots are more expensive too yeah it, osaka yeah. castle they have takoyaki that's like osaka's food is takoyaki the fried oh, octopus yeah. balls and uh they're like a thousand yen like ten dollars for what? six takoyaki normally they're all it is is a little chunk of octopus with like fried and batter so a normal stand, like a food stand, yatai, would yeah. be like, I have to do that to remember Japanese, would be like 300 <laughs> yen for six. Yeah. 300 yen versus a thousand. Yeah. And it's like, okay, they're milking the tourists for everything they've got. <laughs> like, Basically. Honestly. So, uh, yeah. But, but okay, is, this is a dude, myth, is though. You're... This is a myth. Japan is very expensive. Yeah, they're so saying it's a saying, myth. And I would say, okay, gotcha. it, I'd say it is because here's the thing: if you've never been to Japan, you don't live there and stuff. You're going to be going to whatever is available. Another thing too is because you and I lived there, yeah, and I were pretty fit. We walked a lot, you know. We went all over the place, like you know, on our own. Your average American is not fit enough to walk around, you know, and like really go find the cheap place that's like what you know, a good half hour walk from the tourist spot. You and I yeah. would give a shit. It is. So I can't see a lot of like family or friends doing great there because it's no. so much walking. It's crazy. You really have to like be fit. That's, yep. a, that's a myth there. I, if you want to do it cheap. If we're going to. We're going to. Buckets of money. You can taxi everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. 
taxis are a bit expensive. Yeah. It's like a minimum price, I think. So, but they're nice. I would definitely like take one. My personal argument, I would say, yes, Japan is expensive unless you know everything exactly how to get to it and are pretty much like a local. Then it's cheap as hell. You're right. But cost of living, cost of living in Osaka, one of the biggest cities in the world, is less than my fucking city. (laughs) Yeah. No. I said he sucks. Living in Japan is cheap. Visiting is expensive. Look, look, look at when you yeah. went on day trips, dude. Yeah. Look how yeah. fast that adds up. Yeah. And one thing is like, I would go drinking a lot to bars. And there you go. I was a retard there. Sorry. I was, yeah. I was, you're, I you're one of those. Yeah. I would, yeah. I lived it up and I had great experiences. I loved it. But see, there was nothing in the way of saving money. See, for me, I, I hate bars. I never have fun. I'm not yeah. into them. So like that was actually one of the reasons why I was able to save a lot of money, you know, while like I was living because yeah. I you know just what? didn't want to go out to those places. Arthur, it was funny. I had I've been going to one of my local bars here for the past um few days, and I had like a typical experience where some dude just got angry at me oh, for no. no fucking reason. Like oh god, I think I I was talking to him and his fiance. Oh no. And like she grew up on my street. And then he gets all defensive and he's like, You fucking West Seneca people. That's where my town that I live in think you're like so much better than Elma people. And he was like talking at me like very angrily. And he's he grabs his <laughs> fiance's hand, dude. And he's like, See this ring? I paid seven grand for this ring. You know how much money that is? I'm like, man, she's not even that hot, bro. <laughs> like I was wow like, i was like so yeah i just she started yelling at him she was nice she was nice and uh <laughs> everything but you know she starts yelling at him and i just got the fuck out of there i'm like all right i'm done <laughs> <laughs> typical bar experience oh, some dude. dude some like some beta male whatever is like threatened that i even looked at his uh his woman or whatever oh my god like i didn't know that they were dating and i was talking to both of them too right and i wasn't hitting on anybody i'm fucking you know it's so already, cringe it was it was insane like you know guys who get like crazy weird defensive about their girlfriends like that yeah it's just it reeks of you know insecurity it's like yeah dude like i can tell i can grab her because I like you would be acting like this unless you felt like she was already about to leave you. So thanks for telling me that this is an opportunity. <laughs> How is it a seven grand engagement ring? <laughs> like so you bought your wife? Or... Basically. I don't know. Okay, one of the cringiest left wing hot takes I've ever seen. Mm. Holy shit. Uh, so I was in college and we were having to do this stupid fucking thing for a philosophy class. Okay. Like what look feminist professor, it was a philosophy class. Oh my and it was people arguing about legalizing um prostitution. Oh, I think it's like marijuana. <laughs> no, and uh one of the arguments okay. used by the prostitution side was that marriage is just a form of prostitution, and like because oh. men have to pay women are saying as like you know, I know it's supposed to be like your left wing like progressive hot take, but that is the most sexist thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Kind of, yeah, like men are just the scumbag in the marriage. 
Yeah, like well, just saying that basically or... women are whores that only do and things that... for money. Like, whoa. Yeah, there you go. I see your take on it. Whoa. It's the funny thing about a lot of left wing stuff is like it's not meant to be. Uh, it's like kind of hypocritical in a way. Yeah. At least, well, at least, like conservatives will just say like they like money and. <laughs> Sometimes, but like I run into some of the same stuff with them too. You know, like if yeah. I'm going to be fair. But and we'll, to be we'll, fair, like I don't like to label like at least myself as liberal or conservative because I'm both, and it changes. And it's so stupid. yeah, like yeah. I'm conservative on gay rights. I think we should keep gay marriage and conserve it. So I'm conservative. <laughs> like that's how I would see the language, right? As the technical, uh, the technicality of the guess, language. You could say right or left. It's like so you're kind of like more or less left in terms of LGBT rights. Like, um, uh, what was it? Social, social rights i guess yeah like so like you're kind of socially liberal it. fiscally conservative but now i'm a know. conservative about um that kind of stuff because now like gay marriage is legal i'm conservative about it now i want to conserve it okay but you're making I'm no longer con- liberal on it you see like the complex mark i know the language saying. though like how dumb is it that you can't always be liberal or you'll always be changing what you believe in yeah no i feel you dude um our forefathers our founding fathers were liberals they yeah, were like we need guns, we need you know an armed populace, freedom of speech, religious freedom, all crazy liberal things. And then to believe in that stuff nowadays makes you a conservative. Yeah, but once was the most liberal ideals in the whole world, and now it's like conservative. You like that stuff's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, want to get more on this uh, this list? Sure. Um... Second one, it's difficult to get around uh, if you don't speak Japanese. I'd say the same thing on this one. Sure, you can get around, but yeah. basically you're buying a game without getting any of the DLC. You know? Nowadays, that's a good example because they don't even release like the real game until the DLC comes out. Exactly. <laughs> it's like it's like an alpha mode or whatever. What do they release games in alpha and you could buy it and then they could just stop working on it? Yeah, exactly. And so you know, it's like, yeah, sure, yeah. you can do that. It's not you're gonna cool you're gonna miss to... half the content. Yeah, like at least like if I were gonna travel to somewhere in South America, I would try I would do my best to learn like the baseline of Spanish to like at least get around. Yep. Right. Here's and, my advice to uh, listeners learn yeah. enough to be nice and say hello. Can you help me? Learn Daijobu. That's the only word you need. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i would say honestly like you know Daijobu. please and thank you are like really good ones Daijobu. but you don't even could... need you don't need anything else except that you could probably <laughs> live like a whole year just saying that out in public and you probably get around but seriously though make an effort to learn a few words and like especially learn to say something like i can't speak japanese can you speak english because if you make an effort, mm. Japanese people tend to make a much bigger effort in return. They usually get surprised. Tried. They, they usually yeah. get surprised at it. But they're like Japanese people in general are very um accommodating, I would say, at least in the touristier areas. Yeah, but one thing I have run into is that if you don't start off with Japanese and just launch into English, yeah, yeah. people are shy and they're gonna maybe kind of be like, Oh, sorry, can't yeah. help so you know, but not everyone, yeah, like not everyone speaks English there which people are surprised about which is crazy Did you speak like, english yeah it's and, like uh, why would they 
Well, know? I have that. I have that story of the dude on uh, Halloween night. It was like an American guy in the elevator, and the Japanese guy asks. He's like, "Oh, it's a fun night, isn't it?" To this guy, and he's like, "Don't talk to me in Japanese. I'm American." Yeah. And he literally yeah. like no fucking exaggeration like yeah went off on this dude who just asked him if he had a good and I, I was disappointed in myself because I didn't say anything to him but I didn't want to get in a drunken fight with like this <laughs> six foot tall gorilla yeah you know another like... thing too it's just it's like <laughs> you know uh, it's not worth the time but at the same time it's so annoying how people think that just because they're from a certain country that everybody owes them something it's like. I got yeah. news for you. Nobody cares. <laughs> like, yeah. And, you know, I, I'm pretty sure this dude was like, I don't, I don't know if he was liberal or, or if he, you know, but he's like, kind of came off that way to me. Uh, it's like, I don't, did you seriously just say that to someone? Like, well, it's funny. Like the conservatives uh, I, I saw over in Japan were much more willing to conform. But like a lot of the leftists were the ones yeah. that got most like kind of pissed off and weirdly national. I basically I only met one uh, traveler who was conservative and we only started talking about it because like we hung out for a whole day. It was weird. Like I kind of like hit on him in a, like a buddy way. I was like, hey, bro. Oh, yeah. buddy. It was way. like in a Starbucks. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then we like uh, went on a. Yeah, I hit a, on him in a, a buddy date. way in the Starbucks. <laughs> Please continue, Mark. No, so yeah, we went on this like date all day, but we were like hanging out and like we really got along. It was awesome. No He's shit. like, I'm from Northern California, and what people don't realize about Cali is like, outside of L.A. and San Francisco, it's all like red basically or all yep. conservative. Yep. And that's why we want to break off from them. <laughs> Whatever. Like, yep. Same in New York. <laughs> so yeah, and he was he was very like nice and polite and everything, and he actually lived in uh, Taiwan for years. Ooh. And uh, I think he was working there illegally, and then they caught him and he they, they oh. deported him or something. Oh. I, I think something like that. Something weird happened, but he loved it there. He loved Taiwan, which uh, um, if you apparently you can't say Taiwan is a country. That's weird. Don't you mean uh, it's part of China? Actually, isn't it? Don't you mean <laughs> China is just West Taiwan? Yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> That's the funniest standoff to me. It's like Taiwan thinks China is Taiwan and China thinks Taiwan is China. They're both just like, like my image of Chinese people is like they're very stubborn. So it's like, <laughs> you're just part of us. <laughs> Here's what it comes down to is, do you support <laughs> Chiang Kai-shek or Mao? <laughs> well, Mao did kill you if you didn't agree with him. So I guess I support him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Oh, if I am buddy buddy with this mafia party that runs their government, I can uh, like get rich basically. Own real God. estate there. Cool. Look up uh, uh, ADV China. It's like a very good. Uh, they have very interesting thoughts about it because they lived there for years and years. Yeah, they were teachers basically that started a YouTube channel about adventure motorcycling. Oh, I won't say who, but a mutual acquaintance of ours was like a total simp for China. Ew, who could be uh yeah for the so, chinese government yeah not just chi- like yeah chinese people are cool like a lot of them i've met they're they're very very nice and no smart. he he was constantly simping and making excuses yeah. and one of the things that pissed me off the most was when it's like chinese tourists were like you know defacing stuff in kyoto and just treating local yeah. people like shit 
And I was like, you know, how about they just fuck off and go back to China then instead of coming here as tourists? Mm-hmm. And then he sat there and he told me Kyoto doesn't belong okay. to Kyoto, Gene. It belongs to the world. And so then uh, he was making this crazy lefty argument. It's probably why Kyoto, Kyoto Knights, Kyotans don't fucking aren't thrilled about like a shitload of foreigners all the time there. Yeah, you don't blame them. Like and overpopulated so, with foreigners. It's cr- or like travelers. It's crazy. Yeah, so this mutual friend of ours started sitting there making this whole leftist, like, you know, weird mental gymnastics argument for how basically Chinese people have more rights to Kyoto than Kyoto people do. That that was tell tell that to like someone who's lived there, like they're that's like saying like, um, okay, they're a lefty. Yeah. So okay, um, America doesn't belong to the Native Americans; it belongs to the world. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah same argument i started making no. a kind of a thing and of course he got mad australia because... doesn't belong to like the australian aborigine people that live there it belongs to england well you see to the world I, I started making the same things and you just like no it's not the same and basically what it is is that it's just he like chinese people and you know it's a simp for them and so they had priority in his brain you know i remember like i met this dude in buffalo who was a it's like a federal security worker or something Uh-oh. he was in china and he's like totally against the ccp and everything and he's like I- i'll never forget i was talking to this uh shop owner it was like a-, a street vendor and this dude pulls up all of a sudden like we're in like the middle of nowhere almost and this dude pulls up in this uh jeep which was like kind of very very rich for you know china at the time yeah. And he gets out and he's like, hello, gentlemen, is there anything I can help you with or do anything for you? Yeah. And uh, he's like, the look on the shop owner's face, like he was so afraid of this guy because he was a Whoa. CCP member. Wow. And he's like, you can get the fuck out of my face. You fucking scumbag. <laughs> Whatever. Like, like he just saw like the townspeople were afraid of this guy, but he was like the mafia member, essentially. He was, wow. He was the mafia guy. Yo, can you type the name in chat? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless you don't just, want to. Just don't don't say it out loud. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. So that that should explain a little bit more to you. I guess so, yeah. Yeah. I can't sim for the, the Chinese Communist Party. There's, there's no way. I can't do it. Yeah. They're evil. They're like very, very evil. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, so yeah, learn Japanese if you want to go there. And like a little bit, like yeah. learn some basic words. And my my language tip is like learn the phrase, how do you say this in English or how do you say this in Japanese? It's mm-hmm. you can learn the entire language with that one question. Yep. And pointing if you have like fingers. I'm not trying to be ableist, but if you have fingers and you can point, then you can learn the entire language like that. Yep. So absolutely. It's a it's like the most useful fucking phrase. <laughs> absolutely. Let's see. What's yeah. the next one? Um You're in the, oh, okay. You'll offend everyone if you don't learn Japanese etiquette. Yep. Really? <laughs> I, I disagree with that one too. It's like 
you know, this is more stupid advice given to foreigners. It's uh, just, yeah, just don't worry about trying to assimilate or learn Japanese things. Well, just what be the like, most obnoxious you you can be. What are they? And, oh, okay, a, a big one that I would think of is, um, oh, okay, wait, wait, wait. What's this guy saying? Uh, going far beyond simple rules like taking off your shoes when entering a tatami room. Could devote your whole life to trying to master Japanese. Etiquette. Like, that is a basic one, but it's also very important. You know, if you t- have your shoes on in someone's house, it's like, yeah the bathroom shoes the toilet of the world is like now on their home it's like not cool <laughs> yeah no I, I think this is really stupid advice to tell people basically just don't even bother yeah. because again what are they called the are, sin of like of being lazy or something or the uh, like the, okay here this is what i want to say observe listen be polite and apologize this is a thing here but uh, go on yeah even that, I just, I want to say, it's like, this is a kind of advice I've seen given to foreigners all the time of like, just be obnoxiously foreign and don't give a shit. Ha ha ha, <laughs> honk honk. And it's like, Japanese yeah. people don't care. And it's like, actually they do. They're just way too polite to say anything to you. Part of and it, yeah. you'll notice that those people slowly start distancing themselves from you or like kind of canceling plans or being like, ah, choto, this and that. Anytime mm. you like ask about something. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be that person. The funny thing about this uh, apologize, what are you saying? Is uh, I remember in a, it was like a Utah video. There's a Japanese YouTuber named Utah. And he does, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. questioning about um, like Japanese culture to foreigners. He speaks yeah. English and he's kind of in that sphere. Yeah, Utah's but, um, great. One of his things was like, he interviewed people. He's like, what's like something that foreigners do a lot? And he's like, they apologize a lot. It's weird. <laughs> like, I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we are very like, so maybe the the West credit, like if you are that kind of person, it's almost like nice. I think a lot of people say it's like too uh, apologetic, but I no, know, I, I think it's bad. good. But it's as long it carries as it's a not, different weight. The word carries a different weight in Japanese. As, as long as it's yeah. not cringe, because is like very very heavy. Though. There's that people who cool. like say something. They're like, "Oh my god, I'm sorry. Was that a microaggression?" It's like, shut up. Mm. But, um, you know, with other stuff, yeah, no, Americans do apologize a lot, but I think it's a, a good trait. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's like, again, it really behooves you try and learn Japanese etiquette, act as Japanese as you can, unless you are hanging out with Japanese people that are basically, I don't know, xenophiles, where they just, you know, like, okay. Have you ever known those kind of chicks in college that were like white chicks, but were obsessed with black guys and would talk on and on about <laughs> how they would only want to sleep with black guys, only want to date black guys, blah, 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 and want attention for it all the time. And talk to girls and girls. <laughs> those were unsettling people. And you can see that those women never actually even really looked at those guys as people. They just looked at them as like a weird sex object. Well, it's like guys that, that, um, Obsess over Asian women too. Oh, exactly the same. I just want to. Yes. My wife has to be Asian. (laughs) Yes. So there are Japanese xenophiles that will want you to act super foreign just because foreign. Yeah. You could uh, find people like that easily too, kind of. That's weird. Yes. And so, like, unless that's what you want, if you want to be basically Jim Carrey when he was on that one black, uh, sitcom show where he's the token white guy if that's what you want to be be my guest but that's why i don't don't like saying like oh yeah like in japan some people are like crazy like that 
And it's like, no, it's like humans everywhere. Yeah. Like, I hate the word or the term like Japanese people, American people to a degree. It's just that it's they like, have their own unique nuances. It's like they're about a different it. creature. They're a different animal. Oh, no, but us. the thing is, Mark, you, you really do have to acknowledge the differences. Otherwise, yeah. why would we even have a podcast about Japan? It's all the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that would be the end of the podcast. It, it, there is a difference. You know, there's nuances there, but you can see the same larger patterns exist in both, both places. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh... like I I knew foreigners who were kind of naive and hung out with the xenophile types and they're like, oh, my God, Japanese people just think I'm the greatest thing ever. They're creepy, man. Like if you have any social uh, awareness, like those kind of people are just creepy. And yes. Yeah. So my advice, learn as much Japanese as you can. Learn as much Japanese etiquette as you can. Don't be afraid of making a mistake. Don't think it's I wouldn't. Don't think it's like culturally appropriating to like bow to like bowing is very oh yeah just it's like handshaking like in America you know at the very least teach yourself to do a nod yeah and even um on this subject like th- there's a lot to talk about here that I probably don't don't want to go into right now but like the hand Uh-oh. gestures are all different too oh yeah like learning those like you you'll pick them up but. Uh, it's yeah. not really like culture, I guess. It's more like communication. It, but, you yeah. you can learn a lot of the body language kind of um, subconsciously if you just make an effort to try and act like the people around you and not be stuck up. Yeah, or there's like the the word like, what do you mean? What what does this mean again? It's like the the best word that you could learn. Yeah, you could figure out like what is what does this hand symbol mean. There's a weird thing that I run into with foreigners where it's like, oh, dude, I don't want to bow. That's weird or whatever, you know, or I don't want to embarrass myself. But what is is that they're so stuck up and like weirdly racist that they just don't want to do a thing they look down on. Like there's so many mm-hmm. negative stigmas of East Asian culture in the West that most Westerners aren't even aware of because it's so ingrained. You think bowing is one of them? Oh, yeah. Ooh, love. I don't know. Look at how like chopsticks are saying they're comical to Westerners. Mm. It's like a novelty that you're using these silly Chinaman sticks to eat rice at the <laughs> shop. Haha, <laughs> isn't that cute? Yeah, there's tons you think of that it's, shit. Uh, you think it's like degrading? Yeah, kind of the the how would you say it? Yeah, like the the cuteness about it, maybe. Yeah, no, it, it's there's a lot of really negative shit, dude. Like um, I like the, I like chopsticks better than forks. I think they're more versatile. Depends on what I'm eating, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like, what was this whole myth? You'll offend everyone if you don't learn etiquette. It's the like, thing is, like, you very easily could. Like the one the one yeah. thing that I would notice is whenever, like, I think this happened with um my buddy that I met that I was talking about uh, before, and my cousin who came to visit. When we were on the train, they were talking so loud and it's like dead silence otherwise because it's kind of like in the middle of the, the work day, right? It's not at night yet. And it, like, I'm like, guys, like, we don't talk that loud on the train here. <laughs> like, try, I'm like thinking this and in my head, like, every, I know everyone's like thinking, I got some loud ass motherfucker for it. <laughs> 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 like that, that uh, embarrassment. I guess is like 
Yeah. Keep talking loud. <laughs> yeah. No. So like with with this one, I would again say no. Bothered or in basic etiquette, don't worry about making mistakes and stop worrying about how you look. Just make an effort. Do it because pretty much you're limiting your options by yeah. not doing that. And I don't like limiting my own options in life. That's just not my thing. I don't like the kind of people that are like, they act very like foreign, maybe on purpose to like assert that they are different. Yeah, that's cringe. Because you can kind of tell it's like almost to like show like, I'm not going to change who I am to fit in with people. I guess. Yeah, and it's like, that's great and all, cool, but yeah. uh, nobody cares. But you are, yeah, you are like a, another country and like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Like again, know. like you need to get your weird kind of western, like, like I'm thing, so special and magical thing out of your head. Here's one thing that's a big difference: Western culture, but especially American culture, they screech about individuality, yet yeah. they care more about what you're born as and like in the span of like some larger group than what you actually do as an individual. And then they bring that same attitude over in Japan. And let me tell you, dude, Japanese people are not into it. Like, I don't know if you've talked with Japanese people about this, but because Japan's uh, like really a meritocracy kind of culture, Japanese people really don't have the stomach or time for people saying, I'm this, 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 and this. They only care about what you actually accomplish. Humbleness is a trait there. And I think it's yes. common. It's a common trait. And I like that. I like being humble. It's like the, yeah. I think I was telling you about the, the dude at the bar last night. The guy was not humble. He was like bragging about his money. Oh yeah. Yeah. But he was like, you could tell he was like oozing insecurity. Yep. Exactly. And, uh, that's like just one example, but I, I like your thought on that. When you say um, like in America and in, in the West, we have this, idea of like individualism but we're really like we care what other people think we care about the group yeah and i think you talked about in japan they have a like the group is important but it's it's all about like what is your role within the group what is your individual role and that's like where you see like in an anime let's say yeah good example you brought that up that example and i love yes. that example you know like the nerdy one the one that's like really tough the funny one the rebellious one and you'll notice throughout the story, and then especially at the end when they have to fight the big bad guy or whatever <laughs> it is, all of their roles come into place, all of their skills yeah. add up and like matter. It's, yeah. That, that's a nice thing. That's like, what can you do for the group and how can you make the group more powerful, I guess? Or and you'll notice those characters, it. it's more about what they do that kind of defines the character. Yeah. Okay. Now look how in America, immediately by making a character a certain minority or a certain sexuality or like you know mm. like fit a certain thing yeah. you already know fit what that into character a certain group. is yeah like you yeah. already know what that character is it's kind of a, an illusion almost that we value individuality here yeah we're it's all trying to fit into a group it's complete bullshit americans are the most i'm a conservative i'm a lefty yes <laughs> americans a liberal or are the elite like modern Americans, current era ones are mm. the least individualistic group of people I know of on the planet. And all of my travels and all the people I've interacted with by far the least and yet screech the most about it. It's becoming worse, I think. I don't think it's a good thing that people are entrenching themselves in like their no. group. No, it's bad. 
Yeah. It's exactly well, it's what the, the elites want. It's like breaking down people because now, you know, oh, the other people are just Nazis. Like both sides will be like, oh, you're a Nazi. And uh, you know what we do to Nazis? We fucking shoot them. So, or punch them or whatever, you know? And that's you like know, it's the, funny. The, the people that always talk the biggest game about, you know, punching this guy or shooting this guy. Yeah. Have you ever noticed they're always the weakest people in the room? Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> that's a funny point. Yeah. Um, again, it's like the, the guy last night is like, yep. Dude, I don't want to have to drop you, but if you attack me, like, I at least know wrestling and I know I could, like, defend myself. Yeah. Put down a drunk idiot, you know, like, but I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to, like, threaten the guy. And that's, like, the point that people always make if you know kind of what you're doing. You're very humble, usually, because you don't want to get in a fight. Well, here's, <laughs> even more than that, here's the thing you don't have anything to prove, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, like if you've true. got something to try and prove, it's like then you're going to be talking a big game. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> Read number four. Oh, number four. We're just going to skip it because it's cringe and they're racist. basically. Yeah. It, it's Who just says like, this is a myth? <laughs> it's like, okay, no, some people do. I know people on the coast who eat squid every day. Like number in the four. Morning. Is, I, number four I actually is have dumb. something that we could talk about about food. Okay. It's like, okay, number four on this article is Japanese people eat sushi all the time. Like, no shit, dumbass. <laughs> but, but here's the thing, though. People on the coast, I, I can show sure. you interviews of old people where they still yeah. eat squid every morning. So actually, yeah, some Japanese people do eat sushi every day. Not, of course, most yeah. don't, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's a say, stupid filler uh, myth. It's just more, like, I know. That's God. actually a good way to put it. The, the wow. one myth that I've seen more of is like, oh, Jap- Japan food must be so healthy. <laughs> no. I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah, it's hard fried, at times. And Osaka, if, fuck. If like fried food and starch are your idea of health, then boy, yeah. you're in for a treat. But it's delicious. Karage, <laughs> fried chicken. Kaki fry. Potato fry. It's, a, it's like... Some places it's hard to, find. but you can usually always get a bowl of rice, which I love. Oh, hell yeah. It just like goes with everything. I highly recommend to people living there or like visiting long term, uh, eat lots of curry. It has every single nutrient that <sighs> Japanese food lacks, and it's your supplement food. Hmm. Yeah, you told me about that. It's like a Navy thing that they adopted, right? Yeah. It's cool. It's a cool little bit of knowledge. Fuck yeah, it is. Yeah, and they like adopted it from Indian curry, right? Got it actually through the English. The English, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean Japanese curry. Like, if you've never tried it, you can actually buy the the curry pucks. Um, it's like it dissolves in the in the water and becomes the curry. You can buy those in some of the local grocery stores around me. Yep. So anywhere uh, there's like some Asian population, I'm sure you can get the the curry. I also recommend um, fucking if you've got a local Nepalese restaurant, mm. make friends with them. <laughs> That's I all I got to say. My neighbor, my last neighbor in Japan was from Nepal, a husband and wife, and every, he was a chef. So every day he's cooking something in there. And at oh, first man. it was kind of intense. Like the curry was intense smelling. 
yeah. after a while I was like, damn, the fuck is well, you remember my Nepali restaurant that was like my little secret place. I think I took you there. Was that once. a Nepali restaurant? Yeah, I dude, thought it was Indian were... curry. I didn't know. No, that those guys were Nepalis. Wow, my dudes. it was amazing. Yeah. The food was fucking great. I remember that right? night. I remember that night actually. Yeah. Yeah, dude. God, man, I spent like it was a while ago. Fucking at least like seventy bucks a week at that place. <laughs> a that <week>? was. <laughs> I shit you not. That place was my haven. Like Arthur. my bad days. That's where I went. That's how I got through. Bro, like for a while, I couldn't get used to the portion sizes. It was like nothing was too big, was big enough. <laughs> that was the first place I ever ate in Japan where I was full. Right. Like, Thank you. Right. Wow. Yeah, it Dude, was amazing. Do you see why I just, I would have died without that place? <laughs> I could see you're, you're a bigger dude than me. I'm a, yeah. I'm a really tiny guy and I was kind of starving. Dude, I'm so those... fucking, I'm fat now. I'm fat. Okay, what is it? crazy? Pretty much. I gained like 30 pounds. What? My waist isn't even the same size. And I don't know how it could, could have been so tiny now. I'm I, so big. It's crazy. I, I basically just, I always kind of stay the same with like tiny variation, but like I always just kind of am the same thing I am. I'm like slightly chubby, you know, got yeah. a bit of muscle, pretty wide frame. I just, I you, have like a, you have a blacksmith build, like a typical blacksmith build. I, I kind of do. <laughs> I'm kind you're of like happy. filling your, your role. <laughs> uh, yeah, basically. It's just it's an inevitability. Dude, by the way, uh, I think yesterday was my first or my year anniversary back in America. Oh, God. <laughs> Dude, I had my three year on May 2nd and oh, I was yeah? just like, I uh, want to die. <laughs> <laughs> fuck this. Well, do you want to live in Japan again or somewhere else? Not America, uh, or not Oklahoma or, or what's your thought on that? I'm kind of torn because with what I'm doing now with my life, it's kind of like can't legally do that in Japan, and I'm getting. It's set easier up. to do stuff in America like that, like being a your own businessman. Yeah, yeah, and I so like I'm getting either. pretty well set up here. Moving out is not really kind of a very feasible idea, like to do it just for the sake of moving out. So I'm kind of trying to make the most of what I've got now, but I want to make enough yeah. money that I can travel a bit. Yeah, like I think a balance would be great. And um, yeah, have you heard of um in Japan they have something called akia, which is like empty houses, but they're like they're very very cheap. Interesting. In the market, I wonder what it would take to buy one if you don't have to be a citizen necessarily. I know like foreigners can buy real estate there. God, just any land in uh, Japan that's like one of my dreams i'm gonna cut that out just so people don't know about it like i'm kind of like weird like that like i don't want people to know about like good shit i just want to keep it all to myself <laughs> god I'm savage a, a terrible person but um like i didn't tell anybody about my bar that i would go to all the time i didn't oh, tell shit. any of the fucking other of my coworkers because it was like Smart. okay if they come here and they're doing this shit that i don't i don't want to be around people that are like arguing about uh whatever gender politics and some bullshit like, yeah like, we'll have fun after work so yeah like, i'm not telling these people about this place holy shit dude <laughs> god yeah. some, so, so some, some of our co-workers fucking hell dude some of the some of the houses are going for around i haven't seen one for ten thousand dollars yet it's all been under below 10k us wow some of them are kind of scary like i i thought i saw ghosts in the one picture but <laughs> Send me the website actually. Like kudosan.jp.com or something like that. Oh my god. That order.jp. 
Yeah, I'll send it to you, and you can um, look around it on your on your free time. It's it's cool to see some of the houses because they're beautiful, at least on the outside. <laughs> the problem with a lot of them, believe it or not, is yeah. that you have to clean out all those oh, yeah. leftover stuff yourself. You gut it. Yeah, that's one of the and deals. Fucking scary too. So here's a fun fact about Japanese people. I don't think most people know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying this is a negative for any Japanese people listening. Trust me, because like I'm the same way. So mm. don't sweat. But the, one of the images that foreigners have is that Japanese people are extremely orderly and everything is clean and perfect and like Zen. And if you ever yeah, actually go is... into Japanese people's rooms, like their own personal rooms, it's usually a giant mess and like kind of hoarders. They're just first of all, there's no fucking room. You know what's funny yeah. is like my apartment in America, we have a storage space in the basement. I think that's pretty common to have like a separate storage. Yeah. And in Japan, it was like we didn't ever have that. Nope. Crazy. You're lucky if you get like a parking spot for your bicycle. <laughs> One thing that people will notice is that you are very rarely actually invited into somebody's house. Yeah, it's not what you do there like in the city so 95 percent of people are in the city yep have a like relatively tiny apartment and the city is the extension of your home yes so like usually with japanese friends um you're going to meet up at a restaurant or someplace and for me i'm a kind of guy that's like i don't mind hanging out at my place but um this was actually one of the few things i wasn't super well aware of Mm. was that you don't really invite people over very much and so like i noticed how people are kind of awkward about this and i realized oh that's why but um one thing that i did not like in japan so so don't learn japanese culture arthur just just think that everyone's like against you for you know (laughs) yeah yeah exactly (laughs) exactly. it's actually kind of weird oh so go on yeah so like one thing i don't like in japan is that people there's like a real culture of just throwing money out the window going to restaurants like just for even like a mm-hmm. brief meeting with somebody yeah uh like okay this one was kind of a frustrating one but one of my students i was kind of good friends with him and he's like yeah okay we're gonna go out to this uh restaurant you know like since you're leaving and everything mm-hmm. and it's a real expensive place and i was kind of trying to tell him i can't really afford it yeah and so- i couldn't understand if he's treating me to it or something uh, like i couldn't say no so i went and it was like a hand food place where each skewer was like five bucks and he wanted to keep eating and eating and eating at this mm, place and then up. it was like 60 bucks for yeah. each of us and i didn't want to go to the place i didn't want to eat that much food uh, and we had to split the bill and i was just kind of like dude like you know I, like that's what everyone would do too at like at the uh, co-worker outings it was like yeah not the japanese co-workers necessarily but it was like our, our uh, foreign group oh yeah like every, like one idiot would buy more drinks than anyone else and then like leave early <laughs> everyone else would be like splitting his bill or whatever yep something stupid yep yeah lots of looks yeah yeah but yeah, yeah so the, if you're an that... english teacher you're on the english teacher salary yeah. Like, try to save some money. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And yeah. so one bit of advice to just like if you have like Japanese friends, you know, want to go out to an expensive place, kind of try to learn to say no would be my advice if you can't afford yeah. it. That's just me. Bochi bochi ade. Yeah. I'm uh I'm rich or I'm not rich. I don't know. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's see. What's the next one? Let's see. Kobe beef is the best quality beef in Japan. Is this really a myth that you like have to put on this list? Mm-hmm. This is filler. The, okay, the Wagyu is getting more common in America now, isn't it? Yes. It's like I uh, noticed that on like YouTube channels are talking about Wagyu now. And you can yeah. kind of buy it here, I guess. That's cool. Yeah. I um, well, it's, you know, it's Americans doing it Japanese style. I mean, it's. Yeah, yeah, I heard there are yeah. like cows here that were like even right from a Wagyu farm. Yeah. So that's cool that they can. Yeah, good for them. Yeah. And there was a weird thing on uh, TV I saw um, in this new trade deal. It was in like 2019. Japan was exporting more cars to America and America was exporting more beef to Japan. Based in- and rising sun pilled. <laughs> right. But, um, in Japan, there was a lot of like Australian beef as well, and that that was great. Australian beef was very very like marble. Yeah, and good. yeah, it's pretty good stuff. And now we have like our our hacker can't get beef anymore. <laughs> God, in America, it's so crazy all the shit that's going on right now. Dude, you're watching the collapse of this country. It's like you don't oh, realize that's what I'm, like, it. Thinking actually is like, yeah, I need to buy a gun. I need to like get some ammo. I, I'm Ooh. actually I'm um. Price of guns went down again. Like I was gonna buy that KS seven. It went up to like a thousand, bro. The KS seven was at a thousand at an MSRP of like five hundred. Fuck. Now it's back down to like six hundred. So it's I'm not gonna buy a scalped fucking thing. But ammo's still fucked up. Oh yeah. Mm. I mean, that's when you can find it. My thing right now is I'm trying to learn how to grow food. So I started uh, potting plants, and I might, might try to get into hydroponics as well. And um, jarring too. Like I want to jar, because anything jarred is gonna last like two years. So when if some crazy fucking shit happens, like oh our beef factories get hacked, <laughs> that's the weirdest thing to me. Is like a, it's beef, and like how does a computer, you know, how does it make so shortages? Of- they did a war games thing like I think a year and a half or two years ago, where it was like a U.S. simulation. Yeah. And so, like, one side was China and Russia, and the other side was the American guys. Now, keep in mind that all of this was Americans participating on both sides, yeah, but one yeah. of them had to play the role of the other side. And um, guess who won? Who? Well, the China-Russia side. How, how would they win? Or I how did you, they think that they would win? Oh, I want you to see if you can figure it out. I think... Um, I know, like, America always talks about the uh, nuclear EMP theory where China would, like, have an EMP over the states and it's really nothing oh, it's to do about it. Oh, it's even better. But, so so here's my, my theory is, like, we probably don't know how they would do it. And what we're seeing it now is, like, oh, they're just hacking all of our shit with private uh, hacker groups that aren't really related so- to the government, but they are. Dude, here no, here's the thing. Like um China's military and like Russia even has a pretty decent division. They have dedicated troops that are just cyber warfare troops. They're the yeah, best in the world. See, and so what happened was is yeah. the US side in this uh simulation outright lost because they were able to mm. more or less hack and shut down their computer-based stuff. And the thing is, the American military has gotten so dependent on that for literally every fucking thing yeah. that they can't operate it without it anymore well i heard that um like our nuclear stuff is all super old computers that are just fucking rock solid 
but you can still, it's been proven that you can hack things that are not connected to the internet. And that yep. was the thing in um, Iran, they hacked the nuclear reactor. Yep. And they, they hacked it so it would like misfire and like ruin itself, like implode on itself, basically. Not, yeah. not so bad that they couldn't like shut it down and secure. That'd be pretty fucked up. But they could still, um, you know, control the nuclear reactor. And it's, it's a machine that's not connected to the internet. To give but, you an idea of how dependent American uh, military stuff has become now on uh, like technology, yeah, I've seen Marines sitting around and kind of in shock how Marines nowadays don't even qualify. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, they don't even qualify with iron sights anymore. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. It's like only qualifying them on like red dot and like other optics and stuff. It's like what? I heard the the military's kind of like changing in a bad way right now. I don't know. Oh yeah, you mean it's getting like cuckfill lately? Yeah, like yeah. Did you see the recruitment commercial with like the girl with the two moms? And it's just like holy cringe. Yeah, I saw it, and the CIA one too was fucking weird. Oh yeah, that one too. Where it's like. What was really funny about that one is that she's trying to make it sound like she was some kind of category of victim class, but she basically CIA, just says that like she isn't subverse. one, just saying, I'm basically just a cisgendered normal person. It's like, what? Oh, yeah. See, like, why is the government getting all involved in, like, kind of pop culture like that? It's well, Mark, very, very the, strange. The government doesn't give a shit, but they know that the sheep do. And so they yeah. do that shit just to appease the sheep. They don't. Why do they want? Fuck. Why do they want people like that in the? Not saying that like the diversity thing, but like the thing about diversity is, like, can it just happen naturally? Like, dude, they just want useful idiots. Or do you need to? Yeah, kind of sounds like it. It's literally all it is. Yeah. <laughs> Be the pawn of, whatever. Yeah. That's all. That's all they fucking give a shit about. It's like I wouldn't. After seeing that commercial, it totally turns me off to like the CIA. Or if I were like someone in college, maybe I, I'd be like, okay, okay. Why would, I, why would I like go join this organization that values? It's like not to completely piss uh, off our audience, but <laughs> a weird thing I've noticed is that every CIA agent I've ever met, I got a really strong vibe that they were like on the what? spectrum. Oh, really weird. And like every one of them I've met, like that's a lot, and I'm just like. Why are they all on the spectrum? Like, what is this? Well, I don't know. Apparently, the CIA has done some really fucked up shit. Maybe you have to be like a drone to to work there. I don't know. Uh, yeah, with the shit they do, yeah. One and, thing uh, you'll find is that they either get they get two types of people. They either get true believers, or they get people that they have enough dirt on that they'll do anything they ask. Mm. Yeah. To work with them? I won't elaborate on that because, like I said, I know the few and I know some stories and I'm not going into it, but I can just tell you that's, that's one okay. of the recruiting methods. Like I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt is getting a dirt on person and getting them to do shit. That's fucked up. Yeah, dude. They're not good people. Well, dude, read, um, read number six here. This is a fucking joke. Oh, no. Tokyo is incredibly crowded and chaotic. That's yes. That is absolutely true. Move been, on to the next have one. Have you been there? Yes, it's horrible. I've never been there. I've only been to uh, the airport, basically, to Haneda. I've basically and gone Naruto. through the subways and like the streets briefly like while yeah. transferring, and uh, that was holy hell. I think Tokyo Station is like, the busiest station in the world. 
Yeah, no, I, I had my fill. I got street side for like a few minutes. Like popped my head out. It was like, oh God, it's horrible. And went straight back down. <laughs> Did you ever used to get like, I don't know if you had maybe grown up in bigger cities throughout your life, but no, I, used to I get grew up in the countryside. There you go. Would you would you feel that stress of like there's a million people around you? Like I felt that for a long for a while. It it, it went away rather quickly, but I would even feel not, it like not really because I got used to that living in the dorms in college. But oh, okay. um but yeah, I can understand like how that claustrophobia, but with people. There's too many people. Yeah, I didn't get that too bad. Um, because yeah. I don't know, I'm good at shutting off parts of my brain with yeah, some yeah. things like that. So but did I know you ever, um, about. did you ever uh have any like I used to get really weird vertigo going up in a, a high rise building? Oh I yeah, I'm not good with heights. Really? So it went away because I remember like my re- recruiting office in toronto was like a 12-story building and on the 12th floor i was like oh fuck i'm dizzy as shit i think i'm gonna fail this interview because i'm like <laughs> i feel drunk right now and uh it was like that there but then it went away because you're in high rises more often than not so kind of like i don't get that anymore damn dude it's interesting though okay Number seven, cherry blossom season is the best time to visit Japan. And they're like, no, it's not because it's crowded and bad. It's like, weren't you just the asshole saying that Tokyo isn't crowded? I know. You know? <laughs> I got, dude, this article is dog shit. I'm sorry. Two best times to visit <laughs> Japan, cherry blossom season, fall. Is yeah. it going to be crowded and horrible? Yes. Are you going to get to see the best like trees ever in your life yeah. and hang out with random people just getting pissed drunk under the trees? That's, that's the beautiful thing, in my opinion, is like, I love the fact that they take a picnic and even companies will do this. Like, yeah, they'll have like, OK, lunch, we're going to like quit early and go have a picnic in the like it was my favorite times were um, Minami Morimachi Park. Like by the by the uh, the the river over there, it's great. I'm getting the feeling that this the person writing this article it would be one of those kind of people who's like, you should totally visit Japan in the middle of July when it's like, oh god, well yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's the worst time to visit? Probably the summer. Yeah, because it's so freaking hot, and if you're not used to it, you're not gonna have a good time. Yeah, so, like even Japanese people aren't into it, you know. Yeah. One trick I found was to take ice cold showers and then your body would like oh, not yeah. sweat as soon as you go outside. It was weird, but I didn't yeah, have just a, a head. <laughs> what? Just a heads up for people. Yeah. Air conditioning is still uh-huh. not truly caught on in Japan. No, I, I don't know. Like my memory of like walking it down the street and then the uh, automatic door would open and you get that blast of AC with the stores, magical. but with like apartments and stuff. Yeah. So are you like you're not gonna sit there and tell me that because... crappy little thing we had would actually do anything? No, they like they have um MIDI split systems usually, but I also thought some people had to buy their own. Yep. Maybe is that a thing? Yeah. Also, yeah, for some reason, to... my apartment oh. were just like you know, hand rubbing intensifies with like oh. all the fucking you know, um, oh what's it called the utilities? So I barely yeah. ran mine because the costs oh. would run up so high. Yeah, I had like a, I remember my highest utility electric bill was like 8,000 yen, like 80 bucks. Yeah. One month, which is pretty insane. I think so, I like, I left my AC on accidentally a few times at work. 
my apartment, how they did it was they charged you like 65,000 yen. And they said a hundred of that is for your utilities. But if you go over that, then we charge you. And so you're always kind of trying to keep it under. So they were making extra oh, money weird. off of you. Oh, dude, it's scummy that. as That's shit. Fun. That's oh, why I moved out of the original um, apartment. I, yeah. Actually, I think we had different um, Fudo-sans. Because my guy was like in Osaka. I don't think he did anything in Kyoto. Uh, no, uh, a, Kyoto Apartment was a totally different company. Had no relation. Gotcha. But also, guy, like, people I started talking to... Dude, I started talking to non-ECC people in my apartment, yeah. and they were given a different price from us. Hmm. Yeah. Were they uh, native Japanese folks? or? I mean, like everybody, foreigners? every kind of oh, well. people. And ECC yeah. basically got us a way shittier deal. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Fucking ECC. Yeah, they yeah. had to negotiate with the person and... No, you uh, could because they I noticed that about my apartment though. It was like yeah. I found it on a website and it's like, why is the price different? But then there's different floor pricing and stuff that they do there. So so what the what the deal is is that ECC makes a deal with them to keep a certain number of apartments open for teachers. Yeah. But they okay. get to charge the teachers way fucking more to offset that. But Makes you'll sense. notice that that's only to help ECC, does yeah. not help yeah. you and ends up costing exactly. you all the money. Yeah. So they can get you in somewhere quickly, mm-hmm. which is it's honestly a crazy like what other job has you like come in and have a have a place for you to live? Yeah, that's that's pretty cool actually. Like it even is, though, but it, not once that's scummy. I know, like you come in and it's not the greatest situation, and um, if you're gonna live anywhere for more than like a year, it kind of like behooves you to move out if you care about money and. quality of life (laughs) things like that no that is a long rent i could go down i could also tell the story of when i broke the bed with a house guest coming over what are you doing (laughs) (laughs) so one of my buddies was visiting and i was like oh yeah i do martial arts and he was like oh i did high school wrestling and so i was like dude we should do some sparring like let's see what you got and of course it's in that tiny apartment i spurred out and like sparring that little place where you were uh, I don't know. So <laughs> I spurred out and grabbed him and just fucking threw him yeah. and right down onto the bed. And those cheapo beds, like, were I mean, so, so cheapo, but yeah. it's just split it in two. Oh, God. And so I was like, fuck. Uh, I had you have to, to tell it the up. people, like, this, oh, yeah. Because it's not your furniture, technically. Like, you're renting the yep. furniture, right? Yep. Yeah. And so, in yep. Osaka there. So this is the best part. I'd like prop it up with some books and stuff just so I could sleep on that night. Okay. Contact the Kyoto apartment people and I was like, hey, could you just find one of the spars? Like I see broken beds around here all the time. Can you literally just give me one of those wood spars and I will fix it myself? Mm. But they still had to send the gal over to approve it and all this mm. crap, you know, uh, procedure. But she saw how it was broken. Mm. And she's like, oh, how did this happen? You know, I was like, mm. oh, we you know I." I, I had a friend over and I was like, oh, don't say you had a friend over because this apartment wouldn't let you have people visit, what? believe it or not, That's Mark. Weird. You weren't allowed to have people over like there. It was. It's strange. Yeah. And like if you're caught, you would owe them like 120 bucks a night. Fuck. It's probably yeah. probably for people breaking beds, aren't they? <laughs> well, so it gets better. Yeah. So like, I was like, oh, I had a friend over and I was like, oh shit. You know, like, what have I done? 
and she just looks at me and gives me this knowing look like oh so you had a friend over like winks mm. and then like it's like okay and then walks off and i start realizing she thought i was just like having crazy vigorous sex it's like yeah man this I was almost gonna like spur up back. No, 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 no. We were fighting. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I stopped myself right there. You fought you? Oh no. Wait. So was was your company? Were they um? Were there any foreigners that worked there or owned it or was it all? Oh no, it was all uh, local staff. Really? Was it Japanese people or Chinese people? Mm, Kyoto people. Kyoto. Yeah. We had a we had a guy from Canada who uh, was in business with a Japanese uh, guy. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Look, a lot of people shit on him and they were like insecure about not getting their security deposit back. But he was you know, a straight shooter. And these people would like accuse. They were the kind of people that would accuse anyone of being a, a sexist without any evidence. Oh, they're those. OK. So it was like they were like, you know, Bruce is just like a terrible person. And it's like, I don't believe you because you say everyone's a terrible person with no evidence. You just like shit on people. So you have no credibility. And uh, I talked to Bruce and he was very nice. And we both like got on about Bitcoin and shit at the time. It was blown up kind of. <laughs> All right. We are going on and, the two hour mark. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, yeah. I want to wrap this up here. Let's, Let's it, get yeah. through these last two real quick. Okay. All right. This one is actually true. Like mm. as I first time I agree with this article. Actually, the myth oh yeah okay uh, see i'm like no like so the the myth is wrong it's like the article is correct in that this is a myth where like the myth is that you can use wi-fi and credit cards yeah. everywhere yeah like i don't know why people go to japan thinking that you need cash and you need your own wi-fi because if you yeah. aren't set up for that you are gonna have a hard time the like, thing is with, with wi-fi you sometimes have to log in and like create an account and everything and it's a pain in the ass in some places the, oh yeah the, the public wi-fi i'm saying there's yeah. very few places where you can just log in to like a public Wi-Fi. Yeah, very like, and few. Just simply like that without having to create an account or whatever. But it yeah, very few. So like, make sure you take care of that. And the credit cards thing. This is not like America where you just swipe yeah. your card, like swipe, swipe, swipe. You know, for basically you restaurants don't take credit card unless it's like a big chain. Yeah, you bring fucking cash. With it's you. a cash-based society. Yep. And there's also a point about the ATMs. How like. The, I think the third or fourth Saturday of every month, they shut down the ATMs. Yep. So like, they also you, shut down at yeah. night on uh, like weekends and stuff because they know people are going to yeah. be out partying, getting drunk. And for <laughs> some reason, the banks think they have moral superiority to that's choose stupid. your life choices for you. Maybe. Is that why yeah, I'm it? serious. That's literally what it is. It's like, fuck Crazy. off. Yeah. Yeah. The banks piss me off a lot in Japan. I kind of like them better than my any well my one bank that I've had here, and it's because they don't steal my money. My my bank here took um ten dollars out every year, what well, every month rather what? for like a fee. It would take ten dollars a month for a fee for not um putting money in the account. Are you shitting me? So what I did no I'm not. What I did for a long time was I created a PayPal and I would send a dollar in between every month. Oh that, my god. Like I couldn't keep that up, right? So my bank, even through the pandemic, even through the corona, when all these people were losing their jobs, they're still charging me money on this. Dude, I've never heard of that in my life. It's what the apparently fuck? fucking common. But like there's what? banks where you can get a free checking account. 
Where yeah, no, I've no got a free zone. checking account with my one here. What the shit, dude? Yeah, I didn't know that when I went away. I was just like, I talked to people too there, and they were like, "No, you're all good. You're all set to go." <laughs> it's like, okay, so you people have stolen money from me this whole time, basically. Wow. And um, and they're like, they suck. They're like a shitty ass bank. And my bank in Japan, it's Mitsubishi. You know. Oh God, UFJ, dude. MUFG. I got I got a couple of accounts going when yeah. I was over there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, holy shit, Mitsubishi sucks ass. Really? Yeah, like the other ones were great, dude. I, I guess because oh. your experience with banks has been so like abnormally horrible Bad in America to begin with. Well, yeah, but no, yeah. it's like Mitsubishi. The only reason that they did that one with ECC was just because the president of ECC had a deal with the president of Mitsubishi. Crazy, and so it was not for your benefit. It was solely to make money between the two <laughs> groups. Yeah. <laughs> No, Mitsubishi yeah, I mean, is one of the worst ones in Japan. That's weird. I'd like to compare it eventually. Like, like Sumimoto instance, was the other one. But... If you got Yucho, so mm. Mitsubishi did not like foreigners, and so they made it like extremely difficult to do anything in English. That's what or, people like, say is... um Yeah. And you can't do like some transactions like sending money, you can't do unless it's all in like, Japanese with the ATMs. Yeah, and the like... MUFG ATMs. So I did learn a lot of like just... um. Well, google translate shit okay uh foreign um remittance and stuff like that like with sending money back home mitsubishi hmm. tried to fuck with that as much as they could wow why uh how know, like, how even uh again it's just like difficult bureaucracy with it that was the yeah. thing with my, my friends tried to do that and they asked me for help like translating yeah. it basically it's called a furikomi yeah but for some reason, that option is not translated on an ATM. Exactly. Every, mostly everything but else is. So if you go to English, it's not available in the English it's, section. <laughs> it's intentional. Wow. Yucho, which is the Japanese post bank, which is, in my mm. opinion, I'd argue the best one. Um, I use them for stuff on the side. Okay. Holy shit. They were fucking great. That's awesome. I mean, doing a bank transfer or any of these things was so easy through them. Yeah. Love them. Love you, Joe. If any of our listeners are Yucho employees, just hmm. God bless you. You are Keck and based and I'm gonna look into it at like oh. other banks at some point, but um because I've got money there, like my stimulus money came in when I was out of Japan already. <laughs> oh I've got a bunch of money there, I've got a good amount. Wow. And uh I've even got like Bitcoin there that kind of like is doing what? okay, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Because I um, it's not there, but it's online. It's on a uh, CoinCheck, the Japanese uh, uh, exchange. It's like Coinbase, but for Asia, basically. All right, but, last one. Japan yeah, is extremely cool. far away. Of course it mm, is. Yeah. And then this author's like, it's only a thirteen to fourteen hour plane flight. It's it might be from like, Australia. For Australia, it's like no. Look, it gives nothing. a list of like all these different places to Japan, and the shortest one is seven eight hours. And they're talking about that like it's nothing. Oh yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like no, it's if what, you're flying coach that sucks balls. Like it's one of the. It's like the longest flights of places that you can just fly to directly. Like yeah. like some of the islands, like Aruba and stuff, you have to take like multiple flights. I know to get there. And that yeah. probably compared to that, sure, like a remote destination. But to a huge city, it's a very, very long time. No, it's extremely long. So they're like, look, it's nothing. It's like, look, okay. Yeah. I know people in my own life with all sorts of health problems where like taking a plane flight is a mm. truly brutal and excruciating experience. For it was them. tough on me. I remember. A 
13 to 14 hour flight for a lot of people. Yeah, it would kill you because you can um, clot, your legs can clot and you can die from it. Exactly. I know people with those kinds of problems. So for this fucking author to just be like, it's nothing. It's just this. It's like, boy, it must be easy from your perspective. (laughs) You know, I know a lot of people that that is a deal breaker. (laughs) Whereas Karen's is, um, even like Auckland is like 11 hours. That's pretty intense. Yeah, no, man. Japan is way out in the middle of and like fucking nowhere. What they're not saying here is like from New York. Yeah, you used to be able to take New York to Tokyo, I guess. I think I did that once. But JFK is a fucking nightmare. And uh, yeah. normally like a normal flight would be to go to uh, LA from the East Coast. And yeah, that's like a five hour. So it's not just like a like a 13 to 14 hour flight. It's like, how do you get to LA? You know? Yep all that shit too so this article was fucking stupid <laughs> yeah it was so there we go about um, the author <laughs> oh god let me see who yeah. it is yeah let me see yeah. um oh god uh let's uh let's save this website that we'll like do some more of these articles but yeah I, we, sh- we shakes a lot of it looks like you know all sorts of problems yeah i know there's spicier ones out there like this was pretty mild oh yeah but so, you know we have to ease our audience you know, in you know just the yeah. tip first all right, man. Thank you for joining me tonight. <laughs> yeah, dude. Thanks for having me. And yeah. um, yeah. So one thing I do want to say to people, though, Mark and I did just make it sound kind of brutal, but trust <laughs> us, it's worth it. Anything good, you have to work for. And that's kind of how things are in Japan, too. It's not like America where everything is just thrown at you, minimal effort. You know, it's just one click away. That's American way of doing things. You buy... Amazon. tons of stuff for dirt cheap and with zero inconvenience yeah japan is the opposite but you get good shit it's the same with traveling there yeah there's um that's a that's a great way to put it man yeah so that's how i feel too it's like i see that more now coming back here the difference is so stark yep so does you just open up a whole nother topic that we got to talk about for another hour hey write that down <laughs> i will actually okay so what what should i type here um i don't know difference between like qual- quality versus quantity maybe i think that's a good way to put it yeah we'll, we'll talk about it eventually okay. all right well adios amigo take care brother Bye-bye.